I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Thursday, September 15th. A retired Quincy police lieutenant who has since moved to Florida was arrested on charges he attempted to solicit a 14-year-old for sex. Jeffrey Allen Burrell, 68 years old, who retired from the Quincy Police Department in 2016 after a 31-year career, was one of 11 men arrested over four days as part of Operation Keystroke. The news of his arrests is both shocking and upsetting, according to Quincy Police Chief Paul Keenan. Nassau County, Florida is located immediately north of Jacksonville and extends north to the Georgia border. Quincy Ward 4 Councilor Brian Palmucci has been nominated by Governor Baker to serve as an Associate Justice of the District Court. The District Court is located in 62 courthouses across the state. The District Court deals with criminal, civil, housing, juvenile, mental health, and other types of cases. Pamucci has been Ward 4 City Councilor since 2010, but began his career in 2004 as an Assistant District Attorney in the Plymouth County DA's office. Pamucci has also worked as an attorney for the Department of Corrections and a Special Assistant DA in the Norfolk County District Attorney's Office. Currently, Pamucci has a legal practice, also serves on the Board of Directors for Dove, Domestic Violence Ended in Quincy, and as a volunteer for the Friends of the Blue Hills. Palmucci's nomination is subject to approval from the Governor's Council. Construction on the new MBTA bus maintenance facility at the former Lowe's Home Improvement Store location on Bergen Parkway in Quincy is on hold after bids for construction far exceeded the estimated $300 million price tag. Quincy Mayor Thomas Koch, chair of the MBTA Advisory Board, says the pandemic is partly to blame. Construction on the new garage was supposed to start last month and be completed in 2024. The garage will house a fleet of 120 electric buses and will replace the current bus garage on Hancock Street in Quincy. The mayor says the MBTA is now considering its other options. The new Yaki Housing Resource Center that's being built to replace Father Bill's homeless shelter in Quincy is taking shape. Construction is underway on the new center right across from the current shelter on Broad Street. The project is on track to be completed sometime next year. When done, the new center will provide an innovative day center, an emergency shelter, and 30 permanent supportive housing units. Father Bills in Mainspring is in the process of building a similar center in Brockton with the ultimate goal of ending homelessness in our region. The Four River Bridge was stuck in the up position for about an hour yesterday afternoon, snarling traffic in the area. Bridge opened at around 3 p.m. to allow marine traffic to pass but would not come down. Police were diverting traffic while repairs were made. The bridge came down shortly after 4 p.m. Emergency shelters were set up on Martha's Vineyard after 50 migrants landed on the island unexpectedly yesterday afternoon. The men, women, and children didn't know where they were but were told they would be given housing and jobs. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis said his office organized the migrants' journey to Massachusetts on two planes as part of his state's relocation program. The group wandered some three and a half miles from the airport to Edgartown 
The migrants are believed to be from Venezuela. In a statement, DeSantis said states like Massachusetts, New York, and California will better facilitate the care of these individuals who they have invited into our country by incentivizing illegal immigration through their designation as sanctuary states and support for the Biden administration's open border policies. Congressman Bill Keating tweeted, History does not look kindly on leaders who treat human beings like cargo, loading them up and sending them a thousand miles away without telling them their destination. State Rep. Dylan Fernandez said although Martha's Vineyard residents were given little warning, the community has come together to support them. Governor Baker said he is in touch with local officials and short-term shelter services are being provided. All the migrants tested negative for COVID and were given food and water. Two shelters have been established with additional space in case more people arrive. Federal officials are examining whether the employee who reported an explosion at Northeastern University may have lied to investigators and staged the incidents. Investigators identified inconsistencies in the employee's statement and became skeptical because his injuries didn't match wounds typically consistent with an explosion. The officials could not discuss details of the investigation. The Northeastern staff member said late Tuesday the hard plastic case exploded on the campus in Boston, causing minor injuries. The case contained a rambling note that railed against virtual reality and also referenced Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg. No explosive materials were found, and they don't believe the package was sent through the U.S. Postal Service. The official described the case as a Pelican style. Pelican is a company that makes hard cases designed to protect sensitive equipment. Spokesperson for the Boston FBI said the investigation is still very active and fluid. State lawmakers kicked off their latest MBTA oversight hearing yesterday featuring testimony from MBTA board chair Betsy Taylor, the Department of Public Utilities officials, and frontline workers. The DPU, which falls under the umbrella of the Executive Office of Energy and Environmental Affairs, is responsible for overseeing safety compliance at the T, a role federal investigators said the department has not been doing adequately. The head of the department mostly defended his agency's approach to oversight while acknowledging that DPU will need to do more to flex its muscle. DPU Chair Matthew Nelson faced more than an hour of questions from legislators who wanted to know why the office didn't appear to be engaged with the transit agency while trains collided, careened off the rails, and malfunctioned in recent months. Nelson's response and several other answers he gave at the hearing echoed a similar theme. While he believes DPU can and will do more, he views the office role more as an auditor than as a public-facing whistleblower. Check of business news. Stocks were higher. The Dow rose 30. The Nasdaq up 86. The S&P added 13. Shares were higher in Asia. The dollar rose. The euro was down. Oil at over $88 a barrel. Sports. Yankees beat the Red Sox 5-3 to three at Fenway last night. The uh, Royals come to Fenway tomorrow night at 7:10. The National Weather Service forecast today. Sunny. And pleasant, a high 72. Tonight, clear, a low 51. 
Tomorrow, mostly sunny, high of 73. Saturday, partly sunny, high 74. Scattered showers Sunday, high 81. Out on the water waves, about 2 feet northwest winds will gust to 25 knots and a high tide at 3.44 p.m. Sunrise, 6.23, set at 6.53. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Thursday, September 15th.